0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Oh, yeah. Justin, my man, back in the studio, brother. What's <laughs> up? Back in the saddle. All right. Man, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. You, you keep... Wandering off, then you come back. You're like the prodigal son, man. But you keep coming back every time. That's right. I just yeah. need
2: a big inheritance to blow every week and yeah. come back and get more.
1: Yeah, keep rolling around in the damn gum <laughs> tr- uh, food troughs and pigsties. Mm, food trough. Mm. Oh, I thought you said food truck. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> food tr- <laughs> tacos. Exactly. Empanadas. Mm. Um, so this week I uh <laughs> I got in a TikTok fight. You're on TikTok? <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> like,
1: it's like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep up with all the social stuff, man. Is that social? That's more like brain mush. It, well, you know, it is. And when you're sitting on the toilet with nothing else to do, it is the perfect distraction. Yeah, that's true. And depending on... Now, a lot of people say how terrible it is, and that's true. You get on TikTok and just start going... You're gonna you're gonna weed through a bunch of garbage, but once you start hitting all the like stuff, which most of my stuff is Christian, uh, Christian in comedy is is kind of. I thought all they had were just the little dancer things. Oh no 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 that that I mean that's what started it. Oh. Uh, people you know lip syncing to dancing and doing the stupid, dan- which is still there. It's still there, and you can yeah. find it, mm-hmm. but it's it's annoying. But uh, it's got an algorithm like everything else, and it starts knowing what you like and everything oh. else. So, um, so I got in a TikTok fight. I um it was a guy and i want to say his name was good god 423 or something like that i don't know he he's a guy and he goes out and it looks like he's in jersey or new york or san francisco or somewhere where there's a big city a big downtown part of the city and he goes down there with a uh with a with an amplifier and a microphone and he starts just to preach it okay which is a good thing nothing wrong with that except He does the preaching like most people that go out there with a microphone and a megaphone do. You know, the, oh, you're going to hell, you're terrible, you're awful, you know, Leviticus says this, and Leviticus says that, and you should not, and just start slamming people, you know, and telling them Jesus says to repent and blah, blah, blah. So I thought it would be nice about it. and I You know, I get on his little thing, and I comment, and I said, hey, brother, look, I really appreciate you preaching the word, and we need more people doing that these days but you might want to tone it down just a little. You're scaring the people off. You're not bringing them in, you're scaring them off. Well, he didn't He didn't like that. So in so many words, he told me to shut up and that that's the way Jesus preached. Okay. And I said, and I came back and I said, well, I said I think you need to read your Bible a few more times because, <laughs> you know, just take the woman at the well and they were fixing to stone her and, and Jesus asked, is there anyone left here to condemn you? And she said, no. And he says, neither do I. Now go, therefore, and sin no more. Well, he took that twist a little bit. Yeah, see, sin no more, sin no more. These people need to sin no more. They need to repent. They need to sin no more. And so it was on and on and on and on. And the last thing I said to him, and I just kind of left it at that, was, you know, it's funny how you've embraced the New Testament grace and mercy and forgiveness in your life, yet you're not really willing to to give the same thing back. He didn't he didn't come back after that. I thought that was pretty good. It was good. It's pretty insightful. Hmm. You're rubbing off on me. That's that's not <laughs> how I would have handled it. I would have probably blasted <laughs> the guy. No, I told Kyle uh last week, I think it was, that uh I said, you you're the one keeps me in check. The only reason this podcast hasn't exploded with opinions and um, popularity, popularity, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's because you keep you keep me. In check. Uh, uh, <coughs> I think I got a little bit of the Rona here, maybe some Delta. I'm not sure. All right, man, I think it's time for some weird news. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Alright, so in Singapore this week, a woman heard a strange noise in her bedroom, bathroom area. She thought it was a snake, and she called the local animal experts who came out. They heard the sound and they said, Yep, yep. Sounds like a black spitting cobra. So uh those are those are pretty bad I hear. I don't I don't know, but any snake that would spit at me just doesn't sound like anything I want to deal with. So uh, an alpaca. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Little, little, they're a little less venomous, I think. <laughs> so. Just as annoying. And, and I'm annoying. not sure if you could hide one of those in your bedroom. <laughs> That's but... true. <laughs> anyway, so, so the team searched the house uh, for about an hour, hour and a half, before they finally found the source of the sound, and it was not a deadly venomous snake. It was an electric toothbrush that had fallen behind the sink.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, for hours, she was convinced that this whatever, and it wasn't doing it like it wasn't like on and just staying on it was just randomly interesting and so and they even said that it was a black spitting cobra, oh my gosh, so I guess Johnson and Johnson made the black spitting cobras <laughs> i'm I'm not sure wow. but <laughs> I've heard the t s a guys at the airport.
2: Come across vibrating things in I've, bags that could be construed as a, a black spitting cobra.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was racist. You said it first. <laughs> okay, this podcast is getting off the. However, if you ever go to YouTube, and again, yes, I watch YouTube too. Uh huh. Um, they, uh, every once in a while you'll see these videos where these guys will set up their buddies for TSA and without them knowing it. Uh Oh, really? Yeah. So they'll, they'll put like a large bottle of water in their, in their thing so that TSA has to go through their bag. Right, right, right. And then, right on top, just all kinds of things. No way. Just to embarrass the living <laughs> crap out of you. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, huh. I thought so too. You know, the, the whole putting the water in it thing just to guarantee yeah, exactly, that you get a bag right. check. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, huh. story number two. Uh, let's see. Story number two. This, oh, gosh. So, this comes out of Adelaide CBD. I don't know what CBD stands for. Um, Central Business District, Australia? Maybe. Yeah, because it's on King William Street in Adelaide's CBD. Central Business, okay. So, in Australia, there we go. Uh, a group broke into a business and they stole a large number of rare Digimon trading cards. It was a group of four or five men. Uh, some board games and some other things on a Monday night or a Tuesday morning. They weren't real sure, but it was either late Monday night or early Tuesday morning. They broke in. They stole all these Digimon cards. And then about one fifteen that day, a man returned with the sa- to the same store and tried to sell them back. <laughs> the staff called the police, led the man, the officer's nearby house where they found all of the cards, all of the games, and the other two suspects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then about 3 o'clock, you think it's done, but about 3 o'clock, a separate man, who apparently was with these other three, came into the same store and did the same thing.
2: (laughs) One question, is men in that original sentence
1: in air quotes? Well, it sounds like boys are A 41 year old Bel Air man, a 30 year old Adelaide (laughs) woman, a 28 year old Adelaide man, and a 28 year old Seton man. (laughs)
2: Painful.
3: Yeah. What's worse, having your name in the paper for committing theft or everybody knowing you stole Digimon cards? (laughs)
1: Right. (laughs) Or the fact that you came back and tried to sell them to the same place you stole them from. Yeah.
3: Well, imagine, you know, sitting in the cell. You know, what are you in for? Oh, I stabbed a guy. What about you? Yeah, I stole some Digimon cards (laughs) Mm.
1: (laughs) How'd they catch you, man? Well, I tried to sell them back
3: (laughs) Uh, I have a little short one That I just came up with Uh, You know, people tend to come up with um, (laughs) Pretty good excuses
1: Oh Justin you're killing me. Yeah. If I knew the button I would have done it. I know it. I... Damn, yeah. Kyle you said I have a little short one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, when well, you guys are laughing I'm like what did I say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I, did. I didn't. I didn't, it it he, I didn't I didn't get it till he I didn't
1: get it till he said I should have rim shotted it and I was like rim Oh man. Wow, this thing has gone off the rails, Kyle. What do you got I'm
3: over just there? Just waiting for us to start talking about our decks.
1: No, no, <laughs> no. Just you can billing all that off the table. Get out of here. Yeah. What? What's your
3: story? What's your story? So anyway, you posted. So this is a guy that works for a radio station in San Francisco that um, started tripping for about nine hours straight, and swore he. Didn't take anything. Well, come to find out, he was working on a, a synthesizer that was traced back to a guy named Don Buchla from the University of California, Berkeley, who was good friends with the Grateful Dead sound engineer. So they figured out the synthesizer was laced with LSD from fifty years ago, and he got that on him, and that's why he tripped out from fifty-year-old LSD.
1: That's some powerful from the Grateful Style. Dead. I mean, I don't know which I would be more impressed with, the fact that it's 50 years old or from the Grateful Dead. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, that's,
3: that's almost like being able to claim. I that, was there. You, know, you tripped up with the Grateful Dead. I was tripping with the Grateful
1: <laughs> Dead, man. I i dropped the same acid, whoever did. That's pretty cool. That's a long shelf life. Yeah, it does. Apparently. makes you think. But All he right. was exonerated. Well, I would think so, yeah. All right, last one. Poor Alan Slattery. Alan Slattery is a sixty-year, sixty-seven-year-old retired man. Alan was was caught fleeing from the Nationwide Building Society's bank, the East branch, in March. Apparently, Alan broke or came in, handed the woman a note. And the woman couldn't read the note. And Alan had to try to explain the note. And she still couldn't decipher it. And supposedly it was a pretty threatening note. The the note demanded the bank's employees hand over the cash, according to the cops from Sussex. But she couldn't read it. So while she sat there and argued with the man about what the note said, she hit the... And Alan was last seen running from the bank. Uh, He was caught... Um, but it ain't his first try. <laughs> He's attempted robbing banks, uh, let's see, he got 3300 out of one. He got 2400 pounds out of another, and two others he was unable to uh they couldn't read his writing. So he got nothing and he just left. And the last time he did it, uh, they saw it, they got footage of him getting onto a bus. And they had the exact time he got on the bus, so they chased his bus card down and found out who he was and went and arrested him. Wow. See, kids? Handwriting counts. (laughs) Even in bank robberies. Handwriting counts. And that's it for Weird News. So we're gonna do something a little different today, man. Yeah. What? Well, we're gonna be a little topical. Actually, we're gonna be very topical. So we're gonna be creamy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Dad jokes today. That's I'm, all I got. I'm I'm yeah. gonna give you that one, but <laughs> but it it really wasn't well deserved. <laughs> topical, huh? Yeah. What's the topic. How, when's the last time you slept? Like six days ago. Okay, I figured as much. (laughs) No, man. uh, I mean, just about everything. I mean, right this minute uh, as we speak, people are falling off of airplanes in Afghanistan trying to escape um, this utter, utter failure from the administration. But did you see the videos of the people falling off the plane? Yes. That was horrible. But I have to ask... What were they thinking? What possible outcome other than you, A, falling off, B, freezing to death, or C, dying from a lack of oxygen, what other outcome was possible in that scenario? Maybe any of the three were better than... That's all I can think of.
2: What was waiting for him?
1: Is that a a you know a thousand foot fall was better than sitting around in Kabul waiting to be overrun? Yeah. By the Taliban. And shot to death. And shot to death or tortured or, or whatever. Um, man, I, I just it's it's hard to sit there and watch and I and I and and I can't sit here and say you know, granted, I do not like this administration. I do not like anyone in it. I I think they are absolute and utter uh, criminals. But I can't sit here and say that, you know, for absolute certain that, you know, Trump would have done this better. I I don't know. I I don't know if he would have or not. I know he had a plan. I know that he's a lot smarter than the current uh, president. Um, But. I mean, what did we think was going to happen after 20 years of occupying this country, 20 years of protecting these people, 20 years of keeping the terrorists over there? I mean, for 20 years, we haven't had a single incident because we had a presence over there. And I knew we, I know we had to pull out, and I know we got to get out, but do we, do we tell everybody? Oh, hey, by the way, next Tuesday, we're going to go ahead and leave if y'all wouldn't mind locking up when we go. Uh, you know, and here's how we're gonna do it, here's where we're gonna go, and here's here's all the, the stuff we're gonna use. So make sure you don't come and mess that up, okay? Because we'll be really upset if you mess that up. But but we're out of here on Tuesday. What do you expect them to do? I mean, how how much of an idiot do you have to be to not only tell the enemy exactly what you're gonna do, when you're gonna do it, and how you're gonna do it? But then, just to abandon all these people that you've protected for twenty-one years—I don't know. I, I just—I'm—I'm I'm so sickened. I mean, I, I've already been very, very um, upset with my government, upset with my country, upset with a lot of things, and now I'm just sick to my stomach.
2: So, the people I've come across the last several days on the road and stuff that don't seem to be plugged into politics never once talked about it whether it's customers or coworkers or uh, even friends never even knew they knew anything about any geopolitics they're furious about this specific thing yeah and it's and it's interesting to me i mean yeah we're, we're definitely on the same page i i think it's way beyond just failure i think it's very intentional um in very nefarious ways but um but it's interesting that so many
1: people are paying attention to this. Um, can't hide this. There's, there's different news sources covering this. So, so the big media can't hide this because the world sees it. You know, the media can, can cover up for this idiot. The media can, you know, not ask him questions. The media can, can let him off with, okay, here's my statement, there will be no questions. When did they ever let a president walk away with no questions like that. That's unheard of. But, but the media has, has sheltered him and it's, you can't shelter this. This isn't even our news reporting it. This is, you know, the BBC and sky news and, and Manja Holly and whoever else. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're not He has
3: influence over CNN and MSNBC and all that, but he has no influence over Al Jazeera. Yeah. Or the BBC or sky news or any of that. Yeah. And that's where a lot of this is coming from. But, um, You know, this uh, really, the writing was on the wall for absolute failure with this because they've actually been in talks for over a year to work out how this was going to end. And when I say they, I mean the Taliban and the Afghan government. And the Taliban has done nothing. I mean, they haven't agreed to anything. They haven't proposed anything the whole time. All they've been doing is waiting. Once we told them, we're going to leave Afghanistan, all they had to do is wait. Oh,
1: and they're that's a, very, all they they're had a to do. very patient people. They are extremely With a very patient. long memory. Exactly.
3: You know, this is a conflict that's been going on for a very, very long time. 4,000 years. They have, you know, outlived the best of the Soviet army. And now they have outlived the best of the American military and allied forces. And they didn't have to do anything. All they had to do was wait now,
1: <laughs> yeah, at the exactly. me- at,
3: in the meantime, you know, there was a little bit of there was I say a little bit, there was a lot of deterrent. you know, they didn't, they knew that if they struck at the, the Allied forces that they would strike back. But they also knew that if they went after the Afghan forces, they wouldn't do anything. you know, right. and um, in the last, you know, two or three months, We've lost zero Americans over there because that was the deal. You know, the deal was we're going to leave, but you can't attack us until we do. Again, all they had to do is wait. You know, um, more than a thousand Afghan soldiers have been killed in that same period of time, and nobody's doing anything about it. You know, so the this uh, process that's been taking place in uh, Qatar and Doha far over a year a lot of people have been following it a lot of people are saying yeah this is going nowhere they all knew it was going nowhere um and then yet in january our um, secretary of state is saying you know no matter what happens we're not going to let all of the progress that that women have achieved in afghanistan we're not going to allow that to erode yeah guess what women are being rounded up and sold to Taliban soldiers for wives so
1: you want to know another tragic thing that you know bringing it back to to our realm one of the biggest tragedies that I've that I know of is that one of the largest growing Christian populations is in Afghanistan the 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 Muslims we were talking about this last week uh, with uh, with Karima is that the Muslim population over over there, and especially in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Iran, they are coming over by the thousands, converting to Christianity. You know, and and I think it's I think it's because of the the what we've done for them. I think a lot large part of that is because we were there, because we've been protecting them, because we've been taking care of them, and they see that. And I think maybe that that was a, a, a large reason why it interested in them to to check out this Western culture of Christianity. What is that about? And, and we started winning them over. What is this going to do to that? You know. Oh, you just abandon us. You just you just leave us whenever you're done, right? And I think you're right, Justin. I think it's totally on purpose.
2: Well, I mean, there were reports of um, the the Chinese government. Considering ta- Taliban a legitimate government. And we all know the affiliations of our <clears throat> current quote unquote president. right? Um, so to me, there's some clear writings on the wall. Um, even speculation of Kamala Harris and, and when she gets into office and all these other things. Yeah. And, I mean, this dude can't last forever um, in, in the White House.
3: Uh, it's just, yeah. well, I would assume you're aware of the fact that when they keep referring to negotiations for troop withdrawal, those negotiations took place between the United States and the Taliban. The Afghan government was not invited to participate in any of those negotiations.
1: you don't want the new ones, but, the ones now? Because the, the, the deal that Trump had set in place that was supposed to begin in May of, of this year. Correct. Um, which was going to be a, a withdrawal. Well, I don't think it was going to be a complete abandonment. It was just going to be a, a withdrawal. Um, we had obviously pulled a lot of troops out prior to this. We were going to pull some more out. But apparently he had come to an agreement in and in a, in a contract, if you will, with the Taliban, the Afghan government, and us all saying, okay, here's how this is going to work. Here's how we're going to do this. And, and Kyle, you're shaking your head, so tell me if I'm wrong. Well, you,
3: you're, you're close are close. Um, that, uh, agreement was reached specifically with the Taliban okay. and the Afghan government was not involved at all. I mean, I don't know that they needed to be.
1: Well, hell they ran. Um, I mean, I don't know that they needed to be involved since the, you know,
3: well, yeah, I mean, they were, you know, running the government, but, uh, you know, the biggest difference between Trump's plan and what has occurred is that there were certain metrics that had to be met for each one of these steps. So, you know, on such and such date, we're going to withdraw this many as long as this is happening. Yeah. So it was all contingent on the Taliban honoring certain things. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, uh, you know, Biden is talking about, you know, how he was just hamstrung because of this May 1st date. No, well, he, he totally told How hamstrung could he really be? Because we're sitting here on August 17th. Yeah, no, he, he completely
1: and, uh, trashed that and and sent it out the yeah, door. And, and so he just blew like past else. that day.
3: Yeah. Um, but, uh, you Know, like you said, he just decided to pack up and leave and, um, and made sure you know, and told everybody nothing as we left were leaving in check to, uh, to keep the Taliban from just running amok, you know, no. at least with. And I'm not saying that it would have worked, um, but at least it was a better plan.
1: But I guarantee that you, one thing didn't happen, I guarantee you, one thing that darn sure wouldn't have happened. I can guarantee you that a thousand Humvees, I don't know how many uh helicopters and drones. And, and everything else that the Taliban now controls of ours would not have been there. That I can guarantee you would not have happened. Yeah. Under well, Trump. what
3: just infuriates me more than anything is that the administration's comments were, yeah, we were caught off guard. Right. Really? We've been there for 20 years. I mean, what, I mean, a three-year-old could have predicted that something was going to happen. I don't think even a three-year-old would have predicted that they would Resume control of the co- of the whole country in a matter of a few days, but but to say you were caught off guard that yeah. the Taliban is slaughtering people and rounding up women and taking control of the country. You well, know, of
1: course you're caught off guard because you're on vacation. You decided to take a vacation during all this. You came out, spoke for four minutes, and went back on vacation. Yeah, and then and then when someone questioned you about it, you're like, oh well, I was on the phone, so and so and so and so, and I was here and I was there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, th- 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 no. And 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 so this whole thing, I believe, I, I agree with you 100% that this is all orchestrated to completely and utterly destroy the United States of America. I mean, we have been killing ourselves from within. Th- this whole pandemic thing that that got blown completely out of proportion, that got completely just stupid on everybody. Um, you know, and then then try to say, "Oh well," it's, and, and then the the whole well, it's getting better. No, it's not. The delta variant's here. You know, it's not getting better. The delta variant's here now. It's going to get all worse again. So let's just keep that fear, keep that divide, keep that division going the whole critical race theory thing where let's go ahead and divide you know, everyone by race so that they all hate each other. Let's make sure we get enough division between Republicans and Democrats that they all hate each other. Let's make sure we keep people at home and muzzled so they can't say anything so they're all frustrated. And meanwhile, we're just going to secretly and quietly come in here, take total control of your country, completely overrun it with fascism and socialism. And oh, by the way, let's go ahead and pull out of Afghanistan and make our entire world look at us and look at us as complete morons. Just to show what complete idiots... the. I mean, we were already idiots. And now this just confirms all of it. I, I am sick to my stomach over this. Um, and and if, if this president, who claims no responsibility for it he said that several times that he doesn't claim any responsibility for this if if he does not suffer severe consequences for all of the actions that have taken place up till now then then i don't know what kind of country we're in because he can't hide from this one he just can't hide from this one no
3: but all he has to do is continue to blame trump and there's a large portion of the population. That's I don't going think to they're it. buying
1: it anymore. I don't think they're buying it anymore, Kyle. I, 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 think you were, I think you're right. And I think up until probably a few months ago, you, you, you'd be right. But I don't think we're buying it anymore. I, I don't even think even some of the, the severe left-leaning Democrats are going, hold on. No, 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 no. You told us that if we went and got vaccinated, we could take off our mask. You told us if we stayed six feet apart, wore masks, then we could come out of lockdown. You told us the economy was going to get better. You told us this. You told us that. And every single thing that you have said was going to happen has not happened. And now we're the embarrassment of the world with this whole Kabul thing.
2: And it shows weakness to the point where, I mean, how is China, how is Russia strategically looking at us for complete
1: takeover? Absolutely. If I was one of them, it's easy pickings at this point. Yeah. God, I mean... I mean, it, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of September 11th, one of the most tragic days of, of, in history for the United States. I mean, probably the most tragic day. And, and I've got a whole theory about 9-11, but, but we're coming up on the 20th anniversary, and it's as though we learned nothing. We have now set ourselves up. I mean, we, we can't even control our own borders. We can't do any, and, and now this, yeah, I mean, if I'm China, if I'm Russia, you know, I'm looking at them going, I think it's time. You take the top half, I'll take the bottom half, and let's just meet in the middle.
2: And seeing affiliations, I mean, going back to Hillary Clinton, blaming Trump for Russian collusion and everything, when all the evidence pointed to her campaign and right. and, and, and person and everything else was was affiliated with the Russians, and you know Biden's openly affiliated and. Well, look at his lifted. kid!
1: Yeah, look at his kid! Oh, oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, let's let's come back to his kid when we get back out of break. Hang on just a minute. Let's go take a break. All right, so we're back, and uh, we left out on uh, talking about the, um, (laughs) it it seems like every single president has that one kid. You know, I mean, Jimmy Carter had him, you know, obviously Bill Clinton had him. um, well, Jimmy Carter had
3: a bigger problem with his brother Billy. Billy, yeah, brother.
1: and then the Obamas, the two girls—I don't know about them—they are serious partiers. They—they've been caught so many times. So were the Bush girls, right? Yeah, the Bush oh, girls yeah. were bad. Um, you know, Trump—the only—the only one Trump had that was on the kind of was Tiffany. Tiffany Trump, the the well,
3: you know. but Tiffany was a daughter-in-law. No, no, it was Tiffany's
1: a, a daughter, but she, daughter. He's from, she's from the first marriage, um, and Tiffany uh, kind of didn't really look like most of the other Trumps, you know, because she was from the other mother. It was like the second mom, right, or something? Yeah, yeah, I think it was the second mom, yeah. The first three were first. Ivanka? No, not Ivanka. It was, um, oh, who was it? Before Ivanka, I think, but anyway, um, and, and Tiffany was, was later in, anyway. But come to find out, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Tiffany. She was just, uh, she just dresses differently. She acts, but I will say this, in the last six months of the campaign, boy, she cleaned up good. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, well. they did a work on her. But But we haven't ever seen really any scandals or any, yeah. you know, so-and-so caught in the bar, so-and-so caught doing this. You know, so they've all had a little bit of trouble, but we ain't never... In the history of the White House, had a Hunter Biden. Never. Kyle, you said you got some breaking news over there for
3: Hunter? Yeah, can't you give me some, like, breaking news? Oh, hold on.
1: All right, now, for breaking news about Hunter Biden with our correspondent in the field, Kyle Hawkins.
3: Hunter Biden has a new career. Another new one? Another new one. You mean the artist? You mean the art? yes he's an artist oh yes yes i knew
1: about that's old news dude
3: i I didn't know that he had done that oh yeah he's selling
1: uh, he's selling his paintings for like five hundred thousand dollars exactly the new york
3: uh, times described his artwork as looking a bit like a covid stricken mr blobby (laughs) that vomited on a canvas yes
1: exactly and he sold it for five hundred thousand dollars to an undisclosed buyer
3: Oh no 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 no! That's they. That's the range is seventy five thousand to five hundred thousand dollars. Now no, he hasn't sold just one. He's ho- sold a number of them, and the Biden administration has asked the gallery to keep sales confidential.
1: And and you don't think that maybe just possibly? Yeah, I know it's out there. I know it's this you know black helicopter conspiracy theory blah blah blah. I know what you're gonna say, but you don't think maybe this could be just a little bit of money laundering?
3: Just a little. um, Well, here's the easy question. Let's say Donald Trump Jr. decided to become an artist. And he was selling works of art. He going to prison. For a half million dollars. He going to prison. Yeah. Right. He going to jail. You don't. Yeah. I mean, how long do you think it would take people to start implying that those sales were a way to get in? With his dad. Well, he
1: started doing this art right after the whole laptop situation came up, and we found out who the initials were. Who? Uh, Wait,
3: you mean laptop or lap dance?
1: Either one, but I mean in this particular case, the laptop, uh, where he had specific things going to specific people, and he had uh, his father as called the big guy. Uh, and then he had everyone else by initials and where the money was going from China to them, how it was getting there, and just every email in the world showing how all this money was changing hands. And then, so we've got this $10 million out there, plus more in other places. And, you know, all of a sudden this laptop services, and now he's an artist selling paintings for $500,000. Oh, oh, it didn't come from China. That It came from the sale of my art over here. That That's where it came from.
3: Well, in defense of Hunter, I can uh, remind you that when he was a highly paid lobbyist, he had no experience with that either. When he was working for an oil company in the Ukraine, he had no experience with that either. So apparently, he's just a brilliant man. Oh, he's a genius.
1: Just... And a Chinese banker.
3: Absolutely. I mean,
1: all these uh, he's He's things. an absolute... <laughs> I mean, he makes Donald Trump look like an idiot. I mean, this guy is the entrepreneur of the century. Yeah. Uh, has zero skills, has zero attractiveness, zero charisma. Um, can't talk without four f bombs kind of, of coming out of his mouth in, in thirty seconds, and yet somehow he negotiates tens of millions of dollars from foreign governors or from foreign governments to do pretty much absolutely nothing. That's that's pretty incredible.
3: No, the big guy had to do all the work after that.
1: No, all the... All, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And, and you know, it, it cracks me up. And, and, and it actually, it pisses me off. Sorry to use those terms, but it just pisses me off when they impeached Trump for supposedly withholding money from the Ukraine on a tit-for-tat, you know, type of basis. And yet they have video footage of Joe Biden talking about the Ukrainian government and that you're not going to get that billion dollars unless you fire the the attorney general. And son of a bitch, they fired him that day. The exact same thing that you put my president up on 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 an impeachment trial for, you admitted on television. Exactly the same thing. And it was to cover up your crap with Hunter Biden because he was investigating Hunter. And so to cover that up, you had that attorney general fired and you withheld a billion dollars until they fired him. And son of a bitch, in his words, he was fired right then. And they want to point at at, at our president. And it's it's I don't know, man. I, I I know we've had, you know, podcasts about politics, and I know we've had podcasts about you know, we're not of this world and therefore we don't have to worry about it. But but man, while we're here, we have to put up with some of the biggest crap. And and if and if I wasn't a Christian and I didn't believe in God and I didn't have this hope and this certainty of of what's to come, oh man, I'd be eating a bullet. Yeah. I, I can I can think of no reason to go on. The only restraint I've ever
2: had with with, kind of self-controlled diving into just the asininity of politics and things has been the Holy Spirit yanking me like a choke chain back from getting just fully enthralled in it. And if that hadn't happened, absolutely, man, I, I would be in the same boat. And I don't see how people live day to day without,
1: without that hope. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, I don't either and and even with that hope and even with that knowledge and even with that certainty that we've been promised it's still hard not to get riled up over this yeah uh i mean because yeah you, you know you're right i mean in 20 30 40 years you know i'll be with jesus and and none of this will matter but in that time frame I've got to be here and and even after I'm gone my kids have to be here and my grandkids have to be here and what type of world are we leaving our kids what are we doing to them I mean I know that we're not of the world I know that we're not you know this is not our home I get that but you know I mean we got to pay rent here for a while you know and 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 this is our temporary shelter for a while does it have to be crap do we have to leave all this crap for our kids and grandkids?
2: My struggle is it. No, the answer is no. But honestly, what can, what can we do? I mean, we're beholden to people with way more power and influence and money and and everything else. And I mean, I think about um, people in the Old Testament and stuff like that, where the king. Of Israel and stuff started to sacrifice to pagan gods and things like that. I could only imagine that there were righteous average Joes thinking to themselves, "Something, something's not right here," yeah. and I'm not going to like like uh, Daniel.
1: Well, well, I was thinking Daniel, and I was also thinking uh, Meshach or Shadrach, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach Abednego, and Abednego. Yeah. Right, three guys. Right, three guys stood up against an entire empire. Three guys. Daniel stood up against an entire empire. One guy, and he changed how those empires ran. In both cases. The, but what about all the possible thousands Moses, or millions of Moses of,
2: of people not recorded who in their conscience, maybe in their lifestyle, fought against, rebelled, stood against the 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 pagan influence of the day, you know, and, and maybe they were killed, maybe they were stoned, or maybe they were hauled off to internment camps, you know, I don't know. It's not written, but got to think that there's, there's been resistance in the past. I mean, look around and see, I mean, just logically this stuff doesn't make sense. I mean, logically thinking with the logic of our brains, what's going on in politics right now, it is illogical. And, And if somebody believes any of it, you have to think they're either severely influenced by some external measure or delusional or, or No,
1: no, 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 no. What they've done is they have conditioned you to believe that you are helpless. This government has conditioned you, and, and, and the government's beyond it. I, I, this is not just a Democratic thing. I mean, th- this goes beyond Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. Now, the Republicans, I will say overall aren't as bad about it but they're still bad and but the democrats obviously are the worst but no they've conditioned you to believe that you have no voice they've conditioned you to believe that you are in the minority they've conditioned you to believe that you know you're in you're in their grips of power when it's completely and utterly backwards we do not we are not run by the government. We, we are the government. We empower the government. They work for us. Right. When did we forget that? That's the problem is that our country forgot that those people up there don't do a damn thing but sit around and talk, and we elected them there. They're the ones we put in office. They're not working for a living. They're just sitting up there taking your money. And when did we decide that that was okay? Because we somehow forgot that oh yeah they work for us we pay their salary, they don't get paid they don't make anything they don't have a product we pay them out of our pocketbook which means we control them when did we forget that we were in control, and that's what's happened is we as a country have forgotten that we the people are in control it says so right in the damn first words of the constitution or the con. What word am I looking for? Constitution. (laughs) That's the word I'm looking for. We the people. Not the government we elect. Not those guys in charge. We the people. And if it's one, ten, fifty, or a million, we have to stand up. And we have to say no. I'll give you a perfect example of this. I'll give you a perfect example of this. And and this is going to be controversial, and I'm sorry if it is. Actually, I'm not sorry. But... So, the KDISD School Board, um, you know, we're in Texas. Those of you who aren't listening in Texas, we're we're in Texas. And Governor Abbott, uh, a few months ago, had put in place a a GA 38 legislation, a bill, I mean, a a mandate that he put in in act that said that no government body would be able to have a mask mandate on any um, government controlled, run, or sanctioned uh, entity, including public schools universities that receive funding, uh, you know, drivers. Like, anyway, no mask mandates. You were not allowed to put in a mask mandate. Well, here we come up to school. The school these school boards are freaking out. Parents are, are complaining, oh, we need to have masks. We need to have masks. We need to have masks. Those of us who have actually followed the science realize they don't do a damn thing, but that's okay. But So they have all these school board. But Katie ISD, to their credit, had a school board meeting, and they said, okay, anybody that wants to talk, come in and talk the vast majority of the speakers that came up and talked were begging them to put a mask mandate in place for KDISD. the vast majority there were some of us who stood up and said no follow the science it's crap besides it's illegal you're going to be breaking the law uh, but beyond breaking and, and you know and I'll tell you that Houston ISD said we don't care we're doing it anyway Dallas did it San Antonio did it some other KDIS, uh, some other high school or uh, School districts did it and just said, to heck with you, Abbott. We're going to do it anyway. Well, Katie, they listened to everybody. I watched it. The vast majority were for masks, and I'm thinking, oh, man, they're going to cave. They're going to cave. My, my poor six-year-old is going to have to go to school with a dang mask on for seven hours a day. Oh, God, what am I going to do? We were re- seriously thinking about pulling her out of school and either homeschooling or, or doing something. Last night was meet-the-teacher night. And KDISD did not put in a mask mandate. They held firm and they said, nope, we're going to go by whatever the governor says. And the governor says there's no mask. So right now there's no masks. But if you want to wear one, absolutely, by all means, wear one. So I went to open house that night and I fully expected to see 60, 70, 80% of the people with masks on. You know what it was? Less than 10%. Less than one out of ten persons, people in that school had a mask on. Less than one. Less than one out of ten. And you know what that says? They're a lot more passionate about their beliefs than we are of ours. They're willing to get up and they're willing to talk and they're willing to speak and they're willing to cry and they're willing to moan and make it look like they're the majority. When in fact, we're just not as passionate. We're just, we just don't, we don't believe in ourselves enough. We don't believe we have any power. We don't get up and stand up and, and talk and say what we need to say and do what we need to do and tell people no. But they do, and that, I think, is the difference. Is that they're killing us because it makes it look like they're the majority, and the fact is, no, I think the majority is us. You know, it's, it's been coined before, the silent majority, and we definitely are because we need to stop letting other people talk for us we need to get up we need to speak for ourselves because less than 10% of the people were represented by 90% of the speakers that's insane that's the problem and that's why this idiot is in the white house right now
2: well on election night people spoke with their with their vote and without tampering being considered, the majority did speak up. And then there were things that were outside our control
1: that altered things, you know? No, you're right. And and, and I agree with, with that. I mean, we, we had no control over the fact that they did what they did. I mean, it, we know... We know there was illegal stuff going on. There, there's there's no doubt in anyone's mind that voter fraud was rampant. Was it enough to change the election? I can't say because again, the majority shut up and the minority won. The minority who said, "Oh no, we don't need to look into that." The minority who said, "Oh no, no, we don't, we don't." Want, they won, and the Democratic judges that we presented it to wouldn't even listen to the evidence. So. Yeah, we lost that fight. We, we lost that fight. We can't lose another one. We've, we've got to be more vigilant. We've got to be more watchful. We've got to be um, better at this. We trusted the system. Mm. We trusted the people. And we need to learn, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have not earned our trust. So, yeah, we, we lost. But we can't let it happen again. And just because we lost doesn't mean we have no voice. You know, I I tell you what 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 another thing that drives me insane, and I don't Kyle, I don't know if you've been following this or not. Do you know how many arrests were made for the January sixth thing at the Capitol? So far, there's 537 people have been arrested. They're bragging about how many people they've arrested. They're bragging that there will be hundreds more. They're bragging the fact that serious felony charges have been filed against over. I want to say 40-something of them are facing some serious um, charges. And this, that, you know, They are not letting that go. Now, I can guarantee you right now that there's not 537 people in jail for all of the riots that happened before this combined. Right. I can guarantee you they're not. And if they were, they went out and bailed them out.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, Troy, government officials that sell plutonium to our enemies enemies don't get put in jail either.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and talk about who you're talking about. Don't, don't be, no, that's I'm
3: just saying, you know, there's a, a double standard, you know, um, look at how many people are illegally crossing into our country. That's a crime. You know, they're not being arrested. Um, how many times have you heard of government officials getting arrested for this and arrested for that? nothing ever happens, you know, it wasn't long ago, you know, everybody was saying that uh, Dr. Fauci was one of the people that actually created the whole virus. Oh, he did. There's no doubt
1: in my mind. He did.
3: Yeah. Well, you know what? And it went away. As far as I know, as far as I know, nobody has even been to his house to investigate anything. No. So
1: no, they, they did a little bit of investigation, found that, you know, and, and that's the other thing is, you know, Fauci invented this virus. Fauci's foundation invented this virus. It took it.
3: I see right there and lies. One of the big problems, a person in his position should never have an, a, a foundation. Oh yeah. That no, does anything. He, yeah. He
1: had the foundation in the lab and and it was over at, uh, was it not MIT, but somewhere around there. Um, But in 2017, they changed the laws that said you could no longer do research on those types of of antigens and those types of viruses. So he moved it to Wuhan, China, and he funded, his organization funded Mm -hmm. the Wuhan, China Coronavirus Lab. Gee, where did the coronavirus come from? I don't know. Maybe the lab with its damn name on it, you think? Oh, no, no. Some bat was, you know having fun with a penguin and things got out of control and the next thing you know somebody's eating a penguin and out goes the coronavirus no the, the dang lab says it right on its name i think Who was it john stewart that went off on a rant about that the, the the one of the most liberal guys in the world and even he's like the damn lab has the name written on it it's the wuhan coronavirus research laboratory and gee whiz, it started in Wuhan, China. Oh, that's just coincidence. That's just a coincidence. No, this was manufactured. This was planned. Who was it that was tell? Was it you, Kyle, that was telling me that it was a it was a, a, a Medicare thing? A, so, <laughs> a Social Security thing? Well, all right, so we've kind of lost Kyle a little bit. That's okay, he may, may or may not come back in. But I'll just tell you real quick what... Um, I don't remember if it was Kyle telling me or somebody else that the whole pandemic was designed to attack the older people. And the reason... Well, there we go. Hold on. (laughs) Come in. (laughs) Yes, hello. Hello. McFly. Um, That it was designed to attack the older people because we were running out of Social Security. And the best way to get rid of having to spend money on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and all that other stuff was to get rid of the elderly people. We get rid of the elderly people, then we lose all that. We don't lose all our Social Security, and we still have Social Security for later. Yeah, I've already let you in. I hear you knocking. Come on in. I've already said yes. Anyway, um, and if you look at it, you know, this, this coronavirus, you know, yeah, it, it started attacking the elderly. You know, in fact, it was anyone over the age of, I think, 70 when it first all started. Now, of course, the Delta variant's different, whatever, yeah. because we've got to have more fear. But the, the theory is you know, that it was, all, it was all planned to try to get rid of all the elderly people so that our Social Security wouldn't be completely tapped out because mm-hmm. the Democrats and everyone else are spending trillions and trillions of dollars, and right. eventually they're going to have to tap into our Social Security you know, and, and, of course, our welfare is going out. the. You know, and, and Social Security is not welfare. Social Security is not government assistance. I put that money. That's my money. Right. I trusted you with my money, and and now you've lost it, you know. And, and so in instead of completely and utterly defun- defunding and defun- de- debunking the entire Social Security system, they sent out this coronavirus that would kill all the elderly people. I don't know if I quite believe that. I do 100% believe that it was planned. I do 100% believe that it was political. I do 100% believe that it was to get Trump out of office. That Absolutely. I believe. Uh, I
2: think that was the, the the root cause of it. And there's ancillary benefits for all of this stuff, um, the, the Medicaid thing being one of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, yeah. you know. Uh, unlike many other things that they try to, to feed down our throats, this at least makes sense. Right. Um, So, yeah, I I just, I don't know, I don't know what to tell my kids anymore. You know, I I don't know what to tell my kids when they say, you know, daddy, what's going on? You know, why, why is the man doing that? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? You know, of course I've got a range of kids anywhere from 30 to six. And so some of them have no idea what's going on, but some of them have a very good idea of what's going on and I don't know what to tell them, you know, oh, go vote. Well, we did that dad, but um, yeah, that didn't work uh well go peacefully protest yeah we did that too dad but they arrested us and said we were trying to cause an insurrection oh well uh uh, make your voices hurt yeah we did that dad but they keep beating us down with sticks and stones and and antifa keeps setting our houses on fire where do we go how do we get through this and we
2: even get kicked off of Open source platforms for
1: sharing free speech and opinion. Yeah, Yeah. tell your opinion, son. Yeah, we did that, uh, dad, and they kicked us off Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and now we don't. We can't talk to anybody because they didn't like what we said. I put one on Facebook the other day of Doctor Fauci, his one of his first interviews about the mask, and saying that don't wear a mask. It's stupid. There's no reason to wear a mask. It does absolutely nothing. The, the particles in the coronavirus are way too small. They'll pass right through, blah, blah, blah. I put that on Facebook the other day. They, they put a fact check on it that it was out of context. Oh my gosh. It was taken out of context. I'm sorry. We're talking about a mask. He says they're useless. He's talking about the. Where were we out of context? It's him on video. I, I didn't write this up. I didn't create a story that's the man on video. oh no no, no we we had to fact check this. It's taken out of context. <sighs> Who are you yeah. man we've gotta pass some we gotta pass some better laws on this internet stuff too on this free speech stuff because because we cannot have bill gates and and bezo and and uh oh, what's zuckerberg it? zuckerberger and and all them idiots. We cannot have them determining what is and is not free speech. We can't do that. We've got to stop that. I mean, the last time, I think it was like 1986 was the last time we had any type of of cyber reform. And that was before cyber was even a thing. Yeah. Kyle, you're still stuck, man. I saw you come back in. You look like you're squeezing a lime into a beer or something. (laughs) Have a drink for me. We probably need it. Yeah. I don't know, man. What's the solution? Do we have one?
2: It's a question i'm asking man i don't know i mean especially based on the case that you're making i mean i i vacillate between honestly um like i feel helpless then i hear you kind of cheerleading the whole like you know we the people and stuff and i i get behind that but i don't know man i'm just kind of in limbo
1: yeah i don't know either i i, I like i said i i I try to I try to cheer myself on by we the people. I try to cheer myself on by seeing that it's less than ten percent of the people. And yeah, yeah. but the problem is, like you said, I'm one guy. You know, and and you know what? You know, you tell me to bow down before a statue and, and worship it, I'm gonna tell you no and I'll go in the fire every time. But I don't know what my voice is gonna carry in this situation. I think we all need to to get together and we all need to have one voice. We all need to to write our senators, write our congressmen, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, get everywhere, and tell these people, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're taking back our country, uh, not violently. I, I mean, not, I will never, ever condone violence. Um, I mean, I know that it is necessary from time to time, but, but not, not on an inner thing, not, not something like this. But we've got to have our voices shut. We've got to remind the government who they work for. And we gotta get him out of there. You know, I I know we still got three and a half years of this idiot to go, but I mean there's there's been several articles of impeachment written up for him and they'll they'll never make it, you know. Maybe after twenty twenty two when we when we take the house back over. But that's the thing, is we gotta take the house back over. We've got to get the we've gotta get the antichrist out of that seat because she is ninety nine percent of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um and we've gotta get those people out of there. So all we can do is vote, man. All we can do is make our voices heard. All we can do is stand up when we can stand up. And, you know, when there's an opportunity for us to say something, say something. Don't wait for somebody else. It seems like on the right, there's a lot of infighting, though, that happens. I mean, if this candidate
2: is not absolutely 100% perfect, then candidate B, you know, and I'm going to fight you because I think, and then it's just these sub-debates and then these tertiary debates and stuff. And then, meanwhile, there's, just a left, a Democrat that everybody rallies around, and, yeah. and it, I think it's kind of like the Ross Perot syndrome thing where, I mean, we, I mean, uh, so the Gavin Newsom uh, recall, I don't know if you've been following that. Lately. No, no. Oh, so the the California governor mm-hmm. has been officially recalled, and then they're going to have, you know, some some votes and things like that, and there's other candidates who could potentially take this over. This is the
1: second time California's done this, right? I don't quite Yeah, Yeah, they, they recalled their last governor, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, but there's
2: several very strong conservative governor candidates yeah. who are running. But man, it seems like some of the conservatives that I follow, you know, there's infighting between them of like, yeah. like, screw that guy, whatever else. It's my candidate, do or die. And it's like, why can't we just rally right. around one? Right, let's find person. one guy, whoever Jeez, it is. I don't geez, care man, who it come is.
1: On. you know, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to take one for the team. Somebody's got to say, oh, okay, you know what, you're better than me. You've got more charisma than me. Yeah. You may not know as much as me, but I think you've got a better shot at it than me. You know, And, and I'll rally around it. What are we going to do with Cuomo? What are we doing with Cuomo? He's out in a week and a half. What, well, then who, who takes his place? There's already somebody lined up. I, I, it's a
2: lady. I, I don't quite yeah, know
1: she is, I, Yeah, she's going to uh, – here she might be worse. But, um, But I mean, there, is there going to be a special election or are we just going to 2022? How does that work? I, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, look at Cuomo. Cuomo was the hero of the day. Cuomo was, oh, you know, he he was the dude. He was awesome. You know, oh yeah, he killed all those people <clears throat> killed all those people in the nursing home. Ah, it's fine. It's no big deal. You know, and, and we totally look past that. Yeah. And then one thing after another after another after another after another, and then all these sexual allegations and all this other stuff, then all of a sudden, now, okay, okay. How much crap do you have to pile on top of someone before he starts smelling like crap? On you know, the left side. On the, the right on the side, left side, yeah.
2: There's one tiny little issue, and they crucify him over it.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it seems like everybody, everybody on the far left, I have to completely bury, cover, right. and 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 put a tombstone on top of the, the pile of dog crap before it starts smelling like it. Otherwise, it's just, eh, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know. Um, oh, my gosh, you had a conversation with someone else. <gasps> Impeachment. Oh, my gosh, you told the, the people to to peacefully march down to impeachment after you're gone. After We're going to impeach gone, you man. after you're gone. We're going to show you whatever. Man, I don't know what the answer is. I, I know that I pray, and I know that I ask God, but I, I got I to gotta think that at this point, God has just kind of said, yeah, not until you all get together. You know, I'm for you. I'm with you. I'm behind you as an individual, but as a nation, yeah, I, th- I think our hedge of projection was taken down a long time ago. As a nation, not as individuals. As individuals, we will always be saved. We will always be free. We will always be righteous and holy. But I think as a nation, collectively, and I think it's just as much our fault as it is the the left's fault in in us not standing up, and us not asserting God's will, and us and not asserting that that rightness and people like the guy i got in the tiktok fight with representing us and people not wanting to have anything to do with people like him i think that's where god kind of stepped back and went yeah you know y'all y'all need to come to me you need to pray you need to tell me that you're ready to repent and come back to me then maybe then maybe that heads of protection be back around you what do you think um i i agree Hate to say it. Well, unfortunately we don't have a great answer and we're going to have to wrap it up. And I hate to, I hate to wrap it up like that, but you know, there's just, I don't think there's another way to wrap it up. And, and we haven't, I don't think we've come to any good conclusions. I don't think we've come to any good answers. I think we've just come to more questions and more problems, but I think that's just the way the world is right now. Unfortunately. So, well, unfortunately Kyle didn't make it back. Um, so, we appreciate him coming in when he did, but I uh, guess he won't be able to sign off with us. But uh, as always, we thank you, the listener, and um, we uh, we appreciate you listening. And we just ask that uh, if you got something out of this, if you enjoyed this, make sure you give us a like or give us a, some stars out there and maybe write a review for us. But most of all, pass it on to somebody else and tell somebody else what you thought about it. Uh, you can always get a hold of us at our email, exploringtheway21 at gmail.com go to our website at www.exploringtheway.info. And there you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, listen to our, our, uh, our podcast right there and get links to any other platform that you want. So we're trying our best to get as technical as we can with a couple of rednecks here, trying to push all kinds of weird buttons, but <laughs> we're doing the best we can. Hopefully we'll get out to you guys and, uh, and I uh, give you some good contact. Justin, good to see you, brother. You too, man. Glad you're back in the studio. Thank Hope you, we thank get to you. keep you around for a little while anyway. Yep. And uh till next time, guys. God bless. Absolutely. Take care, guys.